Loud Pipes is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. If you're interested in helping the show and receiving rewards for your contribution, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Loud Pipes, episode 48, and we're closing down our trip to Atlanta with our final interview. And I've got my co-host here, Mr. Hogan, to wrap it up with me as usual. How you doing, Rico? Uh, hey, buddy. <laughs> dust, dust it off, man. It's been a while. I know, right? Jeez, oh man, it seems like forever since we've gotten together. You're like a creaky old hinge or something. I know. <laughs> you got any beer to lube it up tonight? Yeah, yeah. A little Founders All Day IPA. I think we'll, we'll set the mood just about right. What about you? Oh, my goodness. That sounds scrum dilly Well, I'm just having an old copper tonight because I found a bottle in the back of the cabinet. <laughs> so I had to stick it in the back of the fridge for a little bit. Nice. Yeah, I just picked up some of that recently. I'd, I'm fresh out, so it's nice to have some more copper in the fridge. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. So, yeah, we've got a quick little intro here for our interview tonight. We're, we're kind of closing down our, our Atlanta trip, and this is our third of three interviews that we did while we were there. This is another exciting one that we're, we're happy to bring to everyone, and I thought we would just chat a little bit about our time in Atlanta, just things that happened and, and interesting uh, tidbits, I guess you would say. So what, what what was your standout from the ride? I know it wasn't much of a ride for you from from home to Atlanta, but kind of what was your standout event riding wise? Riding wise, oh man, I you know I was just excited that the three of us got together and was able to travel down to Atlanta. I think that was a great fun, you know. So getting lost in Atlanta was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, traffic sitting in traffic, but I think. You know, of course, the high, one of the highlights, I think, is going to be John dropping the bomb on us that, that he bought a bike. I still can't believe he held that in and, and did it to us live. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. That, that, you know, I, I still, I, I'm still in disbelief. I guess that's yeah. what I'm trying to get out about it all still. And, Jen, and you know, just, just to see him on each sleep ride, cool. <laughs> racking the miles up, it's like, wow. Yeah, you know, and John's not with us tonight, but we're going to have him back in full effect for 49. We're going to do a full recap of our ride. We'll get an update with John, you know, as to his coming up to speed with the spider and kind of reset for some of our other rides. Yes, sir. Oh, and let's not forget about the fabulous dinner and lunch that uh, Aaron hooked up for us. I mean, phenomenal. Thanks again, Aaron, for that. Yeah, big thanks. That was cool. So yeah, it was cool to hang out. And of course, she hooked us up with some additional people to get two more exciting interviews. And we might as well get on to that one. Get on to that one now. Well, before we go to that, let's, let's, there's a little snippet of before we started the interview with Jocelyn that we've <laughs> got to put in the show. <laughs> That's I mean, right. It was funny. Okay. So we walk into the office, right? So we're kind of setting the stage. So we walk into the office. Mm-hmm. immediately i see this little model motorcycle of an indian sitting there and i was like oh yeah <laughs> i like this chick already <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was i was kind of thinking the same thing and i had I had been told that she rode a harley so you were getting all giddy about the indian and i'm thinking to myself slow down trigger yeah <laughs> it may not be what you think <laughs> and it was funny so yeah let, let's play that bit now so you want to know the Indian story? I do. I do want to know the Indian story. <laughs> um, I am not an Indian fan. Oh, <laughs> oh all right. It's, interview's over. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now, my cousin actually has an Indian. Um, one of my cousins that rides. I have a lot of cousins that ride. But my father hated the fact that I rode motorcycles. And I used to get punished. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would be grounded because he had a fear of them. And um, I didn't realize until I was older that he had a fear of them. 
Um, but I grew up with a bunch of guys and, um, they rode the motorcycles. So I was on the back and got tired of riding on the back and they taught me how to ride and I've been riding ever since. Um, so anyway, I stopped riding when I got out of college and got married. And, um, then when I got divorced, well, I actually started riding before I got divorced. <laughs> that probably led to the divorce. No. I'm going um, <laughs> but um, I was saying, you know, getting back into riding. And so I told my dad, you know, I'm going to buy a bike. And he said, really? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, you have kids, you know. I said, no, it'll be fine. I'll ride. I'll, you know, they'll be fine. Um, so one Christmas... I get, oh, and I said, and I have to buy a Harley. He said, really? So one Christmas, I get this package, and I open that motorcycle. (laughs) And my father says, you don't have to worry about buying your Harley now. I got you one. (laughs) I said, Dad, that's not a Harley. That's an Indian. (laughs) And so uh, I still have to buy my Harley. (laughs) And... um, I did, um, gosh, back in 2003 when my son was killed, um, I decided that life was too short and that, you know, the bucket list that you have, you start, you got to start using. Yes. And so I went out, um, interestingly enough, during his murder trial, and I went to the Harley dealership and I said, I'm buying a bike. And I bought the bike and I actually had one before. 2003, but 2003 was when I bought the Harley. And I bought the 100th anniversary edition, brand spanking new, had four miles on it, never bought a new thing in my life. <laughs> and um, it changed my life. It really. Which model is it? I bought the Softail Standard. And that was the one I rode from Alaska to Key West. What? All right. So. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. <laughs> Man, that was a funny bit. And I think that sort of set the tone for the interview. You know, we went in there and at least I certainly was a little a little nervous, you know, not not afraid to say that. You know, she's someone who's been in television for quite a long time and Oh my God, right? Yeah. So just like you, I was nervous too, because when you look at her resume of all the accolades that she has, all the awards, honors, she's sitting on all these advisory boards and committees, you're like, holy cow. You know, so you're amping yourself up, trying to be as professional as you can in front of her. And, you know, <laughs> you know, after the the Indian uh, story and everything, you, you know, you just you kind of, you know, you realize she was a real down to earth person. And it was just Absolutely. refreshing to sit there and just laugh and giggle and listen to her stories. It was, it was she was such a great, great person to hang out with. And I really appreciate that she took the time out of her busy schedule to sit with us and, and, and do the interview. Yeah, so you can you can kind of see why we were, you know, a little nervous. Like you said, we're we're going to speak with a real, you know, television professional. So we we kind of had our nerves. But as you heard in that first little segment, um, Jocelyn did a great job of of breaking the ice for us, and and then we got on with the the rest of the interview. We could sit there. I think you can go cover a whole show with just all the awards and everything that she's received. So let's start. Let's leave it there and. Uh, Wow, yeah, because we'll be here all day just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, agree. And it was funny that we started right in with the Indian story as soon as we arrived at Jocelyn's office, and we needed to take a half step back and, and set up who we were speaking with. So let's get on with our conversation with Jocelyn Dorsey, and we pick it up with her giving us a little background. Well, I've been at WSB-TV Channel 2, uh, which is the first television station in the South. I have been here 43 years. Wow. Um, I started out as an anchor and reporter and did that for about 10 years and was the first African-American anchor in the right major, in right Atlanta. Congratulations. Um, and then decided I had outgrown that. Um, didn't want to keep chasing ambulances. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, it just so happened that, um, there was time for a change. And so in 1983, I became the director of editorials and public affairs here at the station. All right. And I've been doing that ever since. So in that job, um, I was writing the editorials for the general manager. 
um, and handling all the community outreach projects that we have, mm-hmm. um, supervising the um, production of public service announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, we produce videos. We're a little production house here. A lot of people don't realize that even though we do things on the air, that we also do things behind that's, the scenes. Right. I know all about so, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I write, edit, shoot occasionally, yeah. um, and um, produce a, sh- a weekly public affairs show. Um, I don't produce it. I'm the executive producer, but I have great producers. Mm-hmm. And it's really the best part of television because we get to do stuff that really improves the quality of life for people, mm-hmm. which is so important. Right. And uh, it really gives meaning, and it, it's a wonderful job. But it's also very stressful. Right. And so I find that the motorcycle is my release. It's my therapy. Right. And then the people that I've met in the motorcycling community have really become my brothers and sisters. I yes. mean, it's a family, and know, people don't understand that. I know what she means. <laughs> In fact, right before you came, I've been texting back and forth because, you know, half of me um, got back into motorcycle riding um, by doing charity rides. Mm -hmm. And um, so I have a conflict this weekend because all my friends are trying to go to Columbia, South Carolina uh, to support uh, another friend who owns Thunder Tower uh, West. And uh, I can't go. So, yeah, right. I'm, I can't get out of the charity ride. It's for pediatric brain tumor. So. so so, you started a little bit with the preview on this long ride that you did when you first got the bike. So tell us a little bit about that trip and I guess how you plan for something like that. You don't. You, know, for the, you, know, you just go. <laughs> That's kind of what you we don't. were thinking. You just get on the bike. And you know, it was so funny. I had had, I don't know, before I did it, you know, I thought of – what do people aspire to do on the motorcycles? And then I had seen these people who had done these trips across country. And I thought, oh, I could never do that. Um, and then uh, a year or so later, there are a bunch of cops, law enforcement officers. Right. And they have a Iron Torch ride um, for Special Olympics, um, an Iron Torch run. And so they were saying, well, let's expand it and make it an Iron Torch ride for Special Olympics. So I'm all in for charity. And I said, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Nice. And um, I said, but we're going to ride from Alaska to Key West. <laughs> You're like, excuse like, yeah, me? right, uh-huh, I'll do it. <laughs> You're, break- You're breaking up. Right. <laughs> and then um, I was put on the committee to help uh, raise the money because we did want to raise some money. And so um, the long and the short of it was once you put your $5,000 down, you're in, you're in. <laughs> and then, it, and then the other part was once you ship that bike up to Alaska and can't get it back other than riding it, you're in. <laughs> Somebody's ringing that home. Oh yeah. And so we got up there and we were like, we did the, uh, the stupidest thing um, because we were trying to do the iron, butt co- ultimate coast to coast. And that's from Prudhoe Bay, Alaska down to Key West. The thing was, we started in Fairbanks. So it's 500 miles from Fairbanks to Prudhoe Bay. So we added another 500 miles. Just to get started. We should have had the truck drop the bikes off at Prudhoe Bay and then rode back because the 500 miles was the Dalton Highway, which is the worst road in america if you've ever seen ice road truckers no and what what season? see it we were in june we did it in june. okay okay the summer solstice as a matter of fact and it's all gravel and the gravel is big gravel now how long it's have not you, little gravel how, how long before have you had you been riding for a while before you've done that long ride? oh yeah 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 i've been riding you know what Seven or eight years. You know, okay. Prior to this. Trip. Back riding seven or eight years. Okay. Or no, it may have been more than that. I forget when I started back riding. It was a while. It was, I did the, the ride for kids. That was the first ride that I did that got me back into riding. And so was that, that kid first? is now in her mid-20s. <laughs> okay, it's been a while. So it's been a while. <laughs> so was that the first Harley, though, the standard? Yes, that yeah. was the first Harley. I rode a um, Suzuki Intruder before that. And it was fun, but it was a 700 and I couldn't keep up. So 
Yeah. You know, they said, if you want to keep up, you got to get a bigger bike. <laughs> so <laughs> now I have a street glide special. So, oh, yes, oh, yes. That's my second street glide. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I sort of messed up the first one. <laughs> so, so, the, so the long the long ride was on the standard then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know any better. I mean, you know, yeah, that's well, what I was riding. I ride a deuce, so I don't know any better. Yeah, so. it, it was brutal. You don't want to do that uh, in Alaska. Um, I actually went down on it um, 300 miles in. It took me 18 hours to go 300 miles. That's how bad the roads were. And I'd say 30% of the bikes had damage because it was, it was rocks. You're riding through rocks. And these bikes weren't made for that. Yeah, who planned that? Yeah, well, <laughs> Exactly what I said when I got there. Our I was like, planner. who is the idiot who said we were going to do this? And then to top it off, we had to take our own gas. We had to carry a five-gallon gas can because the last stop, the last gas stop was 250 miles from Prudhoe Bay. So it was, it was, it was interesting. But... I wouldn't have traded it for the world because you really literally ride the Alaskan pipeline. And yeah, this, this road is simply a service road. It's not a tourist road. They don't let people on it. Um, it's really a service road that the trucks use to service the pipeline. And, you know, we had a lot of truckers betting how many of us would be injured and possibly killed. That's how bad it was. That must have been quite a, quite a bike wash when you got to the end. I can imagine. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And uh, some of the guys put uh, car tires on their bikes and actually did pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah the big Volk- the Volkery guys. Yeah, that was the Volkery. Yeah. yeah, he was riding the Volkery. Yeah. Um, but it was the most amazing journey because you don't get to see that scenery. You know, you really don't. You either fly over it and maybe get a sense right. of it. Or you get a nice postcard. Yeah, but riding yeah. through it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. The most unbelievable experience I've ever had. Is there still and, snow on the ground? Hmm? Still snow on the ground? Snow? There was some snow, but we were in June. So wow. people don't realize Fairbanks, Alaska, we were riding around in T-shirts. Wow. Yeah, it yeah, gets to be 70, 70 degrees okay. in the summer. And the mosquitoes, they say, are the state bird. They're so big. Stop it. No, seriously. They are. Really? You stand and you see the mosquitoes doing swarming around your face. Oh. It's, yeah, they come out during the day. <laughs> What's the name just passed out with a big mosquito on his back? <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> They're huge. So, um, but going through Canada, the Canadian Rockies was amazing. Going through Montana, Wyoming, you know, we went through parts of Yellowstone and, um, you just don't realize how beautiful the United States is until you ride it. And it was, you know, going through the rolling hills in Nebraska and the wind and, you know, the Dakotas and South Dakota is awesome. You know, it's just unbelievable. Opening and, up the bike on the straight, oh yeah. straight parts. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And then riding down to Key West, you know, riding on that bridge. All was, the way down? Yeah. All the way down the bridge? Yeah, we rode all the way down the bridge. Key, Key Bridge, I think it's called? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's long. Yeah, it's long. Uh, so it was fun. It was fun. So now you have a street glide. Yes. Is that an indication of the riding you do now? Like, are you a long haul? Oh, yeah. I'm always a long hauler. Um, I don't do uh, Alaska to Key West. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you know, on any given day, we the group of us are long haulers. um, And we may ride down to Macon, turn around and come back, which is, you know, 100 miles or so. Nice. So we may do a couple hundred miles, you know, in a day. We've done... um, Ridden up to Cherokee, North Carolina, which is really a neat run because you can um, come down the Nantahila River and yep. you ride the river down. Yep. So we've done that. I've done Dragon Tail. <laughs> nice. Uh, I did Dragon Tail on the standard. What? What? I'm oh, supposed to go there tomorrow. Actually. Oh, <laughs> I hope it's not rain. Oh, Saturday's the worst day. I shouldn't tell you that. Yeah. Saturday's the worst day because you get all the sport bikes. And they whiz around. Oh. <laughs> well, Saturday's a high traffic day. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what we've heard. Yeah. I think originally they thought about doing it on a Friday, but um, it's a friend of friend of John's. Mm-hmm. He um, does some motovlogging 
you know, he rides around with a camera on his bike and talks oh, to himself. That be fun. So it's him and a bunch of those guys that do that. Mm-hmm. They're all meeting up and they're going to oh, ride great. that road and a bunch of other ones. So yeah, I was scared to death riding that road, but it really, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, I guess yeah. You, well, yeah. Everything you hear from it, and you yeah. see the the tree of shame and all right, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they put like, it up on this pinnacle, and then you you just you're like terrified. Right, exactly. Tells you all the horrors. Right, exactly. And, and um, but yeah. but it was it was okay. I mean, as long as you take it slow, you know. I have I've had worse experiences. Um, okay. I had brakes go out on me at Mount Mitchell up in uh, oh. uh, Asheville. Uh, and it was rainy. It was kind of like this. And there was a guy ahead of me who had just gotten his bike and he kept laying on the brakes, you know, and so I had to lay on the brakes and we're going, you know, we're snaking around going down. And all of a sudden I put my foot down and I said, I must have put my foot down wrong because I'm not stopping. (laughs) (laughs) And so I put my foot down again and there were no brakes. Mm. And I'm going around a curve and we're halfway down. We're not even down. And I just remember it was the first time I ever remember shouted out loud, Lord, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to stop riding this bike. But you know, I got a granddaughter I got to raise. So if you just get me off the side of this mountain, you know, I will be cool. And eat my broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) And then I heard downshift. (laughs) And I downshifted to first gear and rode it down. You know, a lot of angry people behind me, but um, it was scary. That was scary. That was scary. So. Um, I immediately found out you have to get different kind of brake oil when you ride the mountains. <laughs> uh, is, it, is that what happened? It just boils. It just boils. Brake, mm-hmm. brake fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they put uh, they put a different kind of brake fluid now because they know that I like to ride yep. like yep. that. So nice. Yeah. But so where's the big big rides this summer? What do you have, what do you have on the plans? Nothing really. Um, the rides that we've done, we've taken our bikes on cruises. Um, a lot of people don't know you can do that. Yeah, we heard about that yesterday, so we, we got to hear about this gangway experience. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the hardest part about riding the cruise bike, the cruise ships, is getting up into the boat. That initial <sighs> the, lift. We were on uh, one cruise line, I won't mention, um, but they were not prepared for us. Um, and so the, um, what do you call it, the gangway or the the plank that you go up yeah gang, wasn't gang bridge or something. yeah it yeah. wasn't wide enough oh. and so oops, oops. <laughs> and everybody had their highway pegs out oh so but we didn't know that it wasn't wide enough so the first guy that goes up gets his highway pegs caught going up and the bike starts and the angle is like a 20 degree it's like a Jesus, great sorry. angle and because they don't want you to have any fumes in the ship, as soon as you got up, you had to cut the engine off and literally stop the bike. So the first guy that went up got his pegs caught and the bike started, he was in a full dresser and the bike started rolling back down and then it leaned Help. over Help. and we're looking at water, right? <laughs> so a bunch of people grabbed him and um, were able to get him, you know, back down the plank and he put his highway pegs up and then he rode on up a couple other people got snagged and i'm sitting back there watching this because there's only three women and one of one of the women wouldn't ride her bike up there she made a guy do it so now there's two of us and so the guys are all with their cell phones you know doing this (laughs) and then one guy goes over to one of my buddies and says Man, you better let you better not let them girls ride them bikes up there. You better get on ride that girl's bike up there. And he turns around and looks at him and he goes, uh, just watch. And so now I'm like, oh God. No, no pressure. The pressure. No pressure. I'm just, asking. <laughs> just about to ask him. <laughs> so How's that idea? Oh uh, yeah, right. There <laughs> so it was like, oh my God. I said so, but one of the guys, as I was getting ready to go up, he said, whatever you do, don't stop. Gun it. He said, just gun it up there. If you go through the ship, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and I just about did that. 
Wait, here, wait. Here's a parachute. <laughs> Don't stop, but just put this on first. Yeah. So, no, I did, was able to stop. And, uh, but that was, uh, that was pretty scary. And then we had an, another point where we were coming off the ship. And it was sort of like an optical illusion, but, you know, you don't know that until you do it. And so we're on the ship, and we're looking out, and there's this strip of concrete because, you know, two ships are on either side. There's no ship on the other side. There's nothing but water. (laughs) And so we got to come out of this ship, make a 90-degree turn, (laughs) and stay on the concrete, right? So I'm thinking... What if I go in the water? <laughs> this is where your riding training comes in. I said, just remember, is, look where you got to go. Look where you got to go. This, you is know. The, this is the part of the, the, the training test. I failed. <laughs> no, you know you have to look where you want to go, right? Because if you don't, you're no. going into wherever you will look. This is not a time for no. sightseeing. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So that was another. But it was actually wider than we thought. And, you know, we were able to make the – I was able to make the turn okay. But <laughs> oh, that's okay. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, – but the rest of it was okay. I mean, the rest of it was neat. And then riding through the countries, you know, the various islands, we rode through Puerto Rico, St. Thomas, uh, St. Kitts. Nice. And uh, St. Martin. St. Martin has so, Harley so, Davidson dealers. So did that get easier then? So every time you stopped at port, was it easier to get off it and depend- on the boat? Well, or? what made it difficult was how the the water, whether the tide was oh, up yeah. or it, yeah, it was. And the reason that the first one was difficult was because the ship was leaning away from the dock, right? So they had to get it up high enough and over. It was just an awkward. Oh my position and they couldn't do anything about it and uh but the rest of it was easy yeah it was pretty pretty simple what a cool way to cruise huh it get was your, get it your was. bike on a boat and yeah we were like rock stars i mean stop. it was like everybody watched us go off and everybody watched us board and then we all sat together so everybody wanted to come and talk to us right. it was it was really cool it now, was really did, were you able to ride around the ship at all or no <laughs> I, mean, I have to ask it <laughs> Somebody out yeah, there right. would say, oh, ride around Somebody <laughs> listening is going to go, geez, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I had to add the No, you know, um, actually, you have to, we had to drain our uh, gas tanks really? because they didn't want the fumes on the ship. Mm. And then we had to put um, nitrogen in the tanks. So we literally drained the tanks to less than a quarter of a tank. We just had enough gas to get to a gas station once we got off the ship. Wow. So, and had to be very careful about how much gas we actually had. So, no, they locked those babies down. Wow. (laughs) And and what was funny was the staff would go down and look at the bikes because they were by their time clocks. And so then they got to know the bikes and who was riding. Everyone's checking them out. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. There are 40, 41 bikes. So, you know, when you get a big group like that going on a small island, you know, you you literally stop traffic. So. That's crazy. I got to do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, Celebrity does it. I don't know if Royal Caribbean still does it, but um, I know Celebrity does it. Okay. So going back to your cross-country trip. Mm Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of the journey as far as picturesque scenery, the the road, the food? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, not that I ever eat much. Um, Actually, the most picturesque part, I think, for me, the one that just blew my mind, um, well, there were several. Montana, you know, they talk about the big sky. And it really is big. <laughs> I don't know why it feels like it's huge, but the sky is just huge in Montana. Um, the Canadian Rockies are just amazing. Yeah. And then Alaska is amazing. I never knew what mountain ranges. I mean, I, I've heard of mountain ranges, mm-hmm. and I guess I've seen a range. Right. But Brooks Range in Alaska I mean, there, it's like row after row after row after row after row of mountains. Huh. It's a mountain range. And to see that was, you know, it's just like, mind blowing. Wow. Um, I think Alaska was probably the most interesting because there were no people. Really? No. Nobody lives. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, beyond well, Fairbanks, right. no. It yeah. was the wilderness. It's 
utter wilderness. And, you know, we were there with the caribou and the grizzlies uh-huh. and the yaks and the all kind of other animals. Did you have any big animals crossing the street as you guys? Just caribou. Just yeah, caribou? Caribou. Right. Um, we had a grizzly. We saw a grizzly um, eating a caribou. <laughs> we were pretty glad about that. <laughs> um, we just missed lunch. <laughs> the scariest thing were the buffalo. Yeah, yeah, because they do. Um, they don't like the the noise. Okay. And um, I remember going through some. We were somewhere in Canada, and we were trying to get somewhere before dark. And we sped through. We were going through this herd of buffalo, and literally saw them start doing. You know, putting their horns down and getting ready to charge. So wow. we hightailed it out of there. And. Uh, uh, so yeah, the buffalo were really scary. And we came upon a group of buffalo, um, as we were winding through some mountain and you lean over and you see this big herd. It's like, oh my God. And we came upon a herd of cattle that felt like we were in a Western movie. That was in, uh, South Dakota. That was really cool. Um, and they're about, I'd say 100, 200 head of cattle, the guys with the lasso and, you know, the whole nine yards. So we all stopped and took pictures of that. So. You know, those are the cool things I remember. On the trip, were you, did you feel that you were prepared for the trip or did you underprepare for it? I mean, did they give you like a checklist of things you must have? Clothes. Just clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know what was really funny? Or something. No, we thought we would need tires. Yeah. And so we had a chase truck. Okay. And nobody needed tires. It was everything else that went wrong. Timing belts, you know, things that go wrong with motorcycles. But... um I had taken a couple of trips and uh, knew how to pack. Um, you learn quickly. You know, you don't pack much. Right. And the longest line was the laundromat line <laughs> in the hotels because everybody was scrambling to wash their clothes. Right. Um, so you just didn't mind being grungy. I mean, you know, after a while, guys didn't care. We didn't care. You know, everybody's grungy. You know, right. that's just the way it is. Um, but I don't think. You know, I don't think I would have taken anything differently, you know. Um, we had two sets of helmets. We had full-face helmets in Alaska and then shipped, shipped them back once we, you know, came out of Alaska because it got warmer. Um, but no, we, I think we, we did pretty good. And we know how to carry suitcases on the back. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> we do know how to do that. So, so being the show is called Loud Pipes, we've got to know what's on your street glide. No, you don't want to know. Oh, no. No, you don't. Want to oh, no. Know. No, you don't. Want to know. Standard. Standard. Okay, we'll cut that one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is but, it stock? Is it stock? No, I've got some slip-ons, but they're they're not. From from Harley. Yeah. yeah. They're um actually uh who were they? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Too calm. Rush maybe. Too Rush people. makes a lot of stuff. No, they're or... uh Cobras. Cobras, okay. Cobras, yeah. I had uh, my first Harley, though. I had Samsung Street Sweepers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now those are and some my loud neighbors pipes. would yeah. call the police because <laughs> I'm in I'm in an in town neighborhood. Yeah. So I you know I couldn't come home late at night. <laughs> I mean you know because they were so loud. Yeah. I liked them, but nobody else did. So it's funny how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, then I couldn't hear my music. So that was the other thing. So, um, so this, you know, the bike that I bought had some decent pipes on them. They were pretty good sounded. I don't know if they were Vance and Hines or Reinhardt's. I'm not sure, but mm, both good um, options. Yes. Yes. Good options. Yes. I know. I know my pipes now. <laughs> good. <laughs> I good, do good. know my pipes. So, um, I'm awaiting, um, some pipes that should be killer pipes. Mm. Yeah, we've uh-huh. heard of some companies in Atlanta. Have you, yeah. have you seen them? We've seen them. We've heard about the Jekyll them. and Hyde. Yeah. Yeah. They are amazing. I can't wait. <laughs> we don't have the demo unit in, in our hands, but uh-huh. we're, we're going to get a listen to it for sure. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. A sound bite. Yeah. You can get a sound bite. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about uh, the prospect of showing those off. All right. So so, what else is on your on your bike custom custom wise? Nothing because I've just or? had it since January. So the only thing oh, I baby yeah. Baby. Well, I had a wreck in my other one. So that's another story that we won't talk about. 
But you're still hit, <laughs> sitting here, so that's well, yeah. barely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was pretty ugly, but um, you know, fortunately, it was one where I couldn't see what happened, so I don't have nightmares, which is good. Yeah, yeah. you don't, don't remember it. No, I couldn't see. <laughs> oh, just couldn't see. Okay. I was blinded by my helmet and I oh. couldn't see. Oh. And so, yeah. So, uh, I met a wall that liked me a lot and <laughs> became real good friends. Yes, we became very good friends. So this is, um, I'm the only thing that I've done is, um, put the, uh, lights in the back on, on the, um, saddlebags. Okay. They have, they have these new lights now that are really, cool to fit on the edge of your saddlebag so yeah. i did that for the, the indian has a nice thing at night on the top of the tour pack it goes all the way across like this little led light bar oh really it's really really nice for visibility yeah. i end up mm-hmm. following him a lot so oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well i intend you know everybody has to customize so i'm yeah. still thinking of what i want to do i i thought of getting some ape hangers uh, and then everybody says, "Yes, that's where I'm going next." Oh, what, the I, I want to get the bars up there. Okay, for sure. but well, you have a, a heritage, right? Well, no, you were driving soft, a soft tail deuce, deuce. Yeah. yeah. But I'm looking at road glide kind of bike. If you, but I'm told now to think about if you get ape hangers, don't get them to go above the fairing. Right. Yeah, your hands get cold. You don't want your hand to be above your uh, right. Well, and you don't want your hand above your shoulder. Oh, for okay. Blood flow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I want to get some that are just right at the fairing and um, still thinking about that and not not deciding yet what I want to do with paint. You know, I'm going to paint. I'm going to do some kind of paint. It's got a little pinstriping on it. We met a guy today who does good paint. Well, I, I know a pinstripe guy that's pretty good. And uh, so I may continue. I had a Phoenix painted on my other bike. On the fairing. Mm-hmm. So I may continue the Phoenix theme. I don't know. But I got to get more red on the bike because it's got blue stripes. And I'm from the Ohio State University and we don't like blue. Mm. So I may have to peel those blue things off of there. <laughs> Are you two going to geek out on Ohio for a little bit? Well, if you notice, my bike is red and white. Or red and cream. Red and cream. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. All right, just saying. That Ohio. <laughs> it runs deep, I guess. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm excited about customizing, but I, I want to take my time. The bars will be nice. I've, mm. I've looked at a couple of street glides with the tall bars on it, mm-hmm. and the cool thing is if you get them just right, the stock mirrors are under your arms. Oh. So as you're riding, the you can really see under your Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can, can really see. see through them. And yeah. then it's a clean look at the top, mm-hmm. like above your hands. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. So it's very cool. Yeah, I have a friend that has them, but she put them just above the fairing and regretted yeah, it. cold hands. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if you can get the heated grips on a, on monkey bars or ape hangers. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Aftermarket, I'm sure. But uh, And I have heated grips, so that was the other thing. Yeah. Those, those oh, well, those are wonderful. I love them. I uh, love them. You don't yeah. have them, but we love them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love them. And I got a nice heat. I don't even have a wind. I barely have a windshield. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, I went down on my windshield. I don't have as big a windshield, but I think the way they did the bike, uh, it's different. I mean, the Street Glide Special is totally re-engineered. It's not like the Street Glide. How, how's the wind at, like... Highway, let's say highway speed. We'll just leave it at that. Highway speed. <laughs> it rides like a dream. But wind wise, you didn't know the wind buffing mm-hmm. half helmet, full helmet? I have a three quarter. Three quarter. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel mm. it. it. The way they've engineered that bike, I mean, before my other street glide, yeah. um, if you went a little bit over highway speed, uh, you would feel it. That's kind of what I, I just you rented would, one would, for a day yeah. and I had a f- full face helmet for the day cause I wanted to put a camera on it mm-hmm. and I just got beat up what as soon year as you hit it? 80 miles an hour. It was either a 15 or a 16. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't get, I didn't feel that, but, I, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, and the other thing is I don't know maybe if the windshield was stock. I don't know if they cut it. Maybe it was different. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit higher. I didn't take the stock windshield. So it was a little taller than, okay. So I yeah, I got beat up. As soon as really? I hit eighty miles an hour, it would beat the helmet back and forth. Really, and my glasses would vibrate so much You're I kidding. couldn't see what I was doing. I'm wondering. No, mine doesn't do that at all. Oh, it was terrible. And it was a street glide. Street glide special. Yeah. Mm. 
It might have been a 15, but it was fairly new. My one's a 14, so, you know. <laughs> well, and, and I may have the wrong helmet, too. Every, people say that the full-face helmet. Well, you say helmet, you were going 80, so maybe that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, 80-ish. <laughs> My bike likes a little better than that. <laughs> oh, I was too slow. Leave it alone. I get it. I get it. <laughs> they don't like 80. <laughs> well, it was still only in fourth gear, right? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So um, let's see, uh, riding gear. So you, you wear three quarters. Do you have a what type of uh, jacket and pants? Do you leather jacket, leather you, chaps when it's chaps. cold. Mm-hmm. Do you have any body armor in the legging? Legging, mm-hmm. nothing. Wow. No. Um, no, I've never had body armor. In fact, in the summer, um, I do wear a light jacket and jeans usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I do wear boots. I do not wear gym shoes. No. Yeah, I got to have the booze. Yeah. 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 Gloves more. Actually, in the summer when I get hot, I I will take a lighter pair of gloves. Mm -hmm. I will ditch the jacket. I'll say that. But I'll still wear gloves, but just just lighter ones. Yeah. Yeah. I always wear gloves. Yeah. Cool. And uh, try to wear long sleeves, too. You know, I realize that wearing light, a white shirt, long sleeve in the summer keeps you cooler. Absolutely. And then people don't realize that. Yep. I see them riding in their T-shirts and everything, and yeah. I'm like, oh. T-shirts, yeah. black jackets. Right, oh, Sounds right. like somebody I know. Yeah. <laughs> All blacked out. <laughs> yeah, we still like black. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So I think we talked about any new coming or upcoming events that you may be attending or anything. So nothing I'm on the radar. It's a ride that started me out um, June 5th. Um, it's not a long ride. Um, it's up in Forsyth County, Georgia. Okay. And they ride around there. They do about an hour um, and raise money for the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation. Okay. And the ride actually started here at WSB. Oh, wow. Um, one of our sportscasters' daughters uh, died at two years old with a brain tumor. And the meteorologist here rode a Harley. And so he started the ride okay. for kids. Awesome. Um, and that ride now is in 20 different states. It's amazing wow. how it's grown um, and has raised significant uh, money for uh, a brain registry so they can, you know, have at least know who the kids are and identify them. And also for, you know, research and um, support for the families. But what's really cool is seeing these kids, like I said, this kid, I saw her last year, and to see that they're living longer, and to see them every year, and they look forward to me coming back every year, because I interview all of them on stage, and there's probably about 15 or 20 of them, and they ride with, um, with various participants. Oh, so uh, yeah, yeah, they they ride. So they get to do the ride. Um, but to see them grow up, one of my, one of my friends is now married. She's, she and her husband have bought her own house. I mean, and I knew her when she was like nine years old. So she's been through college and everything. So, so yeah, those are, those are fun. I did one of those when we lived back in Boston and Mm -hmm. you're, you're right. The ride is good, but then kind of like at the end when they gather and they have all the kids come up, man, that just breaks your heart. Yeah. It's, It's amazing. But they do these on dirt now, I understand. They do some of them on dirt, really? like enduro bikes and stuff. Oh, so really? kids that want to get out on dirt, they can do oh, that's that too. Cool. cool. Well, they have everything from sidecars. You know, a lot of the kids, they, people bring their sidecars and the kids ride in the sidecars. Yeah. Because they love doing that. I wouldn't do it, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see riding in a sidecar. <laughs> on the back sidecar, I wouldn't have either one. But, um, but they have a lot of fun and uh, it's a good experience for them to get out. Cool, cool. So, any what is your what's your, one of your favorite routes here in Atlanta that you just have to take when you're out on the ride? Any particular Highway 29. Highway 29. Mm-hmm. Okay, it goes down to um, um, down through to Columbus, Georgia, and it goes. Okay. Yeah, it's right. south. Yeah. Yeah, I go. The, I ride down there. It's a good ride. Um, the other one is, of course, I'd love to do 41 because you know 41 goes from. Uh, Detroit all the way down to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'd love to do Route 66. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And we're talking about doing Route 66, a uh, group of us are. 
because I just like to do that. And I'd like to do the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Anything out west, I think, would yeah. be winter. Yeah. 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 That. yeah. That's one thing. Was it the Million Dollar Highway? Million Dollar yeah. Highway, yeah. Bear, was it Beartooth Pass or something, something like that? Like oh, I've done Beartooth Pass. You've done Beartooth? Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. That's the one from Wyoming to, yeah. uh, uh, not Colorado, Wyoming to, um, where would we go? Not Utah. I can't remember now. <laughs> I need a map. <laughs> it was Wyoming. It's part of the um, Yellowstone, and we went from one to the other. It's a, it's like the pass where um, the travelers. Oh Lewis, God, Lewis, Lewis and Clark. yes, yeah. Lewis and Clark, and they have a statue at the top of one of the mountains depicting that pass. So it was really cool. Yeah. Well, neat. Very scenic. Well, I enjoy. Obviously, we enjoy hearing about all the bike stuff, but. Before before we let you go, what's next for for your TV career? Like, what are you working on Retirement. for a big project? Retirement? <laughs> working on that? Retirement? Forty three years? Come on! <laughs> yeah, well, you're still time. very active, no, so no. no? <laughs> Retirement? All done? Yeah, I've already told them. <laughs> you know, maybe one more year. <laughs> one more? Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so we're trying to make the transition. I think you know it's time. It, it's definitely time because I'd like to spend more time on my bike. And there you go. Go see there things and do things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll check in with you in a year and see how, oh, yeah. how retirement. Well, you know what was interesting? I, I, we were getting into this whole social media thing and I was meeting with uh, some very successful bloggers. And so one of the ones was a news director before and she uh, is very successful in the travel industry. And she said, you know what? All you need to do is travel and blog about it Absolutely. on your motorcycle. Yeah. She said it would be, she easy. said, yeah, she said with you as a woman and the, you know, audience that you would have. And I was like, hmm, not a bad idea. Right. Well, there is a future project. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know now. I don't know. It could be two or three years down the road. I, I think uh, the traveling part would be the fun part. And the, thing is i've got so many friends now who are retired and who are traveling on their bikes so you know i'm just itching to get out there and get with them you know and uh and do it awesome well we definitely thank you for your time this was was quite an honor today it was great meeting you you guys yeah same here keep the shiny side up absolutely (laughs) kickstands up kickstands up (laughs) oh oh, yeah (laughs) thank you all right all right. So that was a fantastic interview. We had a great time with Jocelyn. And like we said, um, you know, a big thanks to her again for, for spending an hour with us just talking motorcycles. That was right. awesome. How about that riding Alaska pipeline? Holy cow. Can you imagine? Yeah. When, when you hear this story, you're thinking, okay, yeah, it's a long trip. I get it. You know, it's, it's a long time in the saddle. And then as she's describing the road service, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. You did that on a Harley? You didn't have a, a big BMW GS, like, you know, she was on a soft tail. So, yeah, kudos to them, for all of them, for finishing that, that ride, but it was a cool story. Right. I don't know if I could have done that, though. You you wouldn't have wanted to take your baby out there like that? No, not to get beat up and, you know, all the rocks kicking up on it. I don't know. That would, that would be kind of hard for me to deal with. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't want to take my soft tail there. It's, it's too good looking for that. Way too much cleaning when you're yeah. done. Oh my goodness! And then, oh, the other thing about getting up on a boat with your bike up this narrow ramp—could you? Can you do it? I can't imagine getting my fat girl up that. The, the gangway is is the the problem because I'm. I don't want to say I'm afraid of heights, but I do definitely get a little weak in the knees. You know, when you're looking yeah. down over a cliff or something, I'm not sure how I would have been going up that long plank. Me neither, and I get the same way, so I'd have been quivering. <laughs> I'd have been in the drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. So, yeah, I think I think this was a really nice uh, capper um, to our interview. So we've kind of released these in order. You know, we had Aaron Shaw first from uh, the Jekyll and Hyde Company. Then, of course, we did Robert Rivera next, uh, the talented artist that we talked about. And just rounding it out with, with Jocelyn Dorsey. I think that was a great way to end, kind of end our, our long working day in Atlanta. Yes, yes. It was long. And then, of course, we hopped on our bikes after another fabulous dinner. Thanks, Aaron. 
and rode through the rain in the middle of the night up over the mountains to where we were going for Saturday. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. We could check that. All those (laughs) little bullet points off our list of things we wanted to accomplish in our lifetime. So (laughs) riding in the dark, in the twisties, in the rain, (laughs) in the mountains. And you're tired. And you're tired. Yeah. I mean, geez. And that's a teaser for the next episode when we get into all that. And and the fog. We got to remember the fog. (laughs) Yeah, if it, if it couldn't get any worse, it's like, I'm wet, it's dark. And then that one stretch of road where it was freshly paved, oh, where the road man. was so black and the, the pitch black oh, of the, the wilderness, I, <laughs> I still don't know how we made it through there. <laughs> Especially when the fog and rolled the in. the frog flopping <laughs> across the street and you hear him pop when you run over him. <laughs> I'm just like, oh Lord, this is it. Yep. This is the night. Uh, Make me a spot. I'm coming fast enough, I tell you. But we got there safely, which is great. And then we ended up having a lot of fun. Awesome. So, yeah. Anything else from the, the interview or the trip you want to cover? I think, you know, in the last three episodes, we've we've pretty much hit it. But I didn't know if there's any other little tidbits you had or wanted to share. No, I think I'm going to send Aaron another, uh, not Aaron, but Jocelyn, another Indian model just to sit on her desk from Loud Pipes. <laughs> <laughs> A signed picture of you on your Indian yep. movie. <laughs> That'll be a good one. Yep. All right. Well, our usual reminders here at the end. Um, if you're enjoying our show, you would like to keep it ad-free and receive generous rewards for your contribution, check out our donation page at loudpipes.net slash donate and click on the Patreon image that you see there. There's also a link for one-time donations and support of any size is greatly appreciated. Show notes, including links and images for this episode, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 45. And the best way to keep up with the show is to subscribe. You'll find links here for iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, and more. And if you can't support the show monetarily, we understand. The next best thing to do is to tell a friend and leave a star rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. If you feel our show is less than five stars or you have questions or comments, you can drop us a note at feedback at rdubstudios.com or click the feedback link on our website. Well, Mr. Hogan, it's been a while, but I think uh, kickstands up are in order while we ride on out. Sounds good, my friend. And I'll see you next episode. Absolutely. Take care, everyone. Chopila! Oh, where is it? Chopila! <laughs> keep forgetting when I do that it kills the other one this has been an RW Studio production check us out at rdubstudios.com iTunes or Stitcher Radio